G'day, Amber. How are you? Oh, Dave, it's so nice to talk to you. I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I, I've just got myself served a coffee, so I'm, oh. I'm about to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God, you in the coffee in Big Brother. It was hilarious. You know, you were really upset not having your coffee. Yeah, like, <laughs> I consider myself a fairly normal person, and um, and I, I also considered coffee a human right, and <laughs> it never occurred to me for one second that um, we wouldn't be supplied coffee now. I mean, like, I've worked in bush camps where, you know, you've got nothing. You've got nothing, but you will always have coffee and tea. And um, I just assumed that it was a staple part of the human requirement to live. And to function. Exactly, exactly. But uh, but no, so it was pretty cool. And I'm a 42-year-old man. Like, I mean, a 42-year-old man does not function without coffee. And um, so, yeah, I, I didn't do too good when when I got hit with this brick sledgehammer uh, that was uh, no coffee in this house, bruh. Yeah, but anyway, I have a coffee in hand right now, so I'm a happy, happy human. Oh, I'm so glad to hear because I saw you at that venting machine, Dave, and you were mad. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm usually not a person that loses. I don't lose my cool at all. You know, I work with like really violent and vulnerable teenagers, so you know, like the idea of losing your cool is impossible because you know they're losing cool around me all the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, the kids. The kids, I assume, would have been watching that and just going, oh, my God, you're just one of us. <laughs> He's normal. <laughs> and look, you... He's a normal fellow. <laughs> and you've been evicted, unfortunately. I was devastated personally, but how are you feeling? Um, the world's biggest relief ever. So, look, I, yeah, look, I swore that I would never do the show again. And then just, look, a thousand things that would never have lined up did line up, so it, so, you know, for some bizarre reason, I was like, oh, this is just crazy. I, yeah, I should do this show. And um, and I'm glad because, look, I got to got to hang out with Reggie every day. got to form an incredible relationship with Tim and Trev. And uh, it was just like being with old mates again. And, and anyone that's ever watched the show, you become best mates. You become best mates with these characters. And, and I didn't know these guys, but... I felt like I knew them, and so to be in the house with your best mates, even though you don't know them because you just watch them on TV, um, was just super, super cool. But when you've had enough, you've had enough. Right. <laughs> so I'd, yeah. I'd had enough, and, and I, you know, I looked. I felt like there's going to be enough people that are going to be protecting Reggie and, and keep Reggie in the house. That I felt like, you know what, I don't need to be the bloke that's um, Reggie's guide dog and always keeping people away from the idea that ah, oh, let's just get rid of the old girl. <laughs> Yeah, because look, you went in, you know, with OGs, Reggie, Tim and Estelle. What was it like, I guess, yep. being back in some form of like a Big Brother house? Was it kind of surreal? So beyond surreal, it wasn't funny because it's, it's an alternate universe. And I think what people don't understand is it, it really is as weird and as unusual as you would think it would be. Like, you know, there, there isn't. Um, producer telling you what to do. Like, like you literally are just in a house with this voice that just tells you what to do and away you go. Yeah, it's just, it's so crazy, I guess, yeah, thinking from an outsider, like there's just this voice that comes on over the top of you and it might scare you sometimes just being like, oh my God, I forgot there's someone telling me what to do. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's like Stockholm Syndrome. Um, you know, I went to boarding school for, when I was nine, so, you know, I'm, I'm all very aware of just being told what to do by some presence and you're just going along with it, you know, like 
me in North Korea, I'd, I'd just fit right in. <laughs> And look, you had a very pivotal moment back in your season with coming out as gay. Did doing so and being on Big Brother at the time kind of change your life in a way or did it kind of help you, you know, be able to do that? Uh, look, a lot of young people probably have no concept of how different Australia was only 15 years ago. I mean, you know, yeah. in my life, you'd be put in jail. Um, you'd be beaten by the police. You'd be beaten by anyone. I mean, I was beaten horrifically um, right up um, to just before I went on the Big Brother house. You know, like, there were so many laws that ostracised us that, that stopped us from being able to do stuff. I mean, you would, it was normal to be sacked from your job from being gay, you know? Like, that was not that long ago. And yeah. we've come so, so, so far. And, look, I'm really proud to be part of that whole change, you know, that little chipping away of normalising and just allowing people to get rid of their homophobia because homophobia, like, like any phobia, is an irrational fear. And people were irrationally afraid of gay people. I don't know what they thought we were going to do to them. Like, you know, do their hair and, uh, you know, improve improve their choices in clothing, encourage their boyfriends or themselves to go to the gym. I mean, what were we going to do except for make the world better? And, and I think people, you know, they got rid of that fear. A lot, a lot of people, by seeing a guy just live his life on a reality TV show in their lounge rooms um, each night. And, uh, and yeah, it, it was a huge thing back then. And what struck me the biggest was when I came back this time and had to come out several times again to the young people who, who didn't know that I was gay. And it was just like, oh, cool, okay. And then conversation just continued on. Whereas when I came out last time, 15 years ago, it was huge. It was front page news. It was, you know, massive. Yes. It just goes to show how far we've come as a people to go, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. A gay person, just a person, like a left-handed person. Like, you know, we don't throw a party because we say, oh, I'm left-handed. Yes. You know, it's like a rubble, then put your pen in the other hand and keep writing. Yeah, exactly. It, it was so different back then. You yeah. know, even I remember, because I was a kid, you know, when you were on um, Big Brother, and I remember, yeah. how, you know, how big it was. But it's it's amazing just how far we've come and just how much, like, it's just a normal part of life. And it's, it's lovely that, yeah. you know, you had kind of that platform to do that. And I think by doing so, you probably changed a lot of kids' lives who are watching. Yeah, I, I look, I definitely have had that feedback that, um, there were, and look, a day wouldn't go by where someone doesn't reach out to me and say, hey, thanks, you, you, you allowed me the, the strength to come out or, hey, you, you allowed me to understand who my son or my daughter is or I've even had a lot of people say, hey, you know, I was okay with the fact that my husband had to come out because I understood what a struggle it must be. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it's something that still to this day um, is a reminder that it was such a, a massive thing back then to um, step up and uh, say out loud and say out proud that, hey, I'm who I am um, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And look, going back to this season of Big Brother, obviously you became, you know, formed an alliance with the OGs, especially with the arrival of the newbies. But Dave, you seem to be more of a heart player. I would say. Yeah, look, I, I'm i an unusual human, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Like, I, I, I've got to be the first one to say, hey, I'm, I'm very different. Because, you know, when when my OG mob, like, you know, I was with them totally and, and, and uh, unequivocally um, in our little gang. But uh, I still voted with, with my heart and, and who it is that I was getting along with. And 
and also who I felt needed more time in the house because the house is like one incredible, all-pervasive, all-invasive therapy session. And, you know, it, it made me the man I am today. Like, as much as I gave myself um, to the Australian story 15 years ago, like, it gave me the empowerment that I needed to believe in myself um, all those years ago. So, you know, when I was voting for people, I was like, who needs more time in the house? Who, who needs to work on themselves to self-reflect? Who needs some challenges to really push themselves? And that's the way I was voting. It wasn't a strategic um, thing until my OGs all ganged up on me and they're like, Dave, you have to vote this way. And then, yeah. you know, I find out that maybe they weren't all voting the way that they were telling me to vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm alluding to Tim. Is, is that, have, I, have I made that clear? I'm alluding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've made it very clear. What was your relationship like yeah. with Tim in the house? Yeah, really close. So, like, yeah, it was kind of like a, a cross between brothers and lovers. Like, is that is that legal to say that out loud? <laughs> considering, considering what we've been talking about, um, yeah, such a trailblazer. Yeah, he was like he was a cross between my brother and my lover. So we'd be having fights, we'd be getting along, but essentially we absolutely adored and and loved each other and were working together. On things, and um, when I say working together, I mean like we're, we're both um, been through a lot in our lives, and we had lots to talk about about our lives. So, you know, we're working working through all of all of that sort of stuff with each other, and we're both very similar. You know, he's a disability support worker. Um, I work with vulnerable and violent teenagers. So, you know, we just have so much synergy, but at the same time, um, he's a lot. <laughs> Tim's a lot, and Tim is always going to be doing the the Tim show, and um, and he's so good at it. So yeah. my hat goes off to the guy. He's, he's, a, uh, he's a legend. <laughs> he's, he's just... He he is a mastermind, and like no matter what I did, like I'll be like, I'm not your bitch, Tim, and then he's like, Oh, really? And then and then whatever he would want me to do, I would end up doing. I'm just like you bastard. But you know, just like you do with your brother, you just yeah. Look, I'm one of I'm one of um, eleven kids, so I'm used to being you know manipulated by my siblings. I suppose that's so funny because I feel like with Tim, you just never knew what he was going to do next. Like he was a bit of a loose cannon, and he loves to rebel. You know? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> like so many times, like the one percent of me would be like. Yeah, Tim's going to do this. The ninety-nine percent would be, nah, he would never do it. And every time, the one percent would be like, "Hi, my name's Tim, and I'm here to ruin your day." You've got the voice. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have the laugh though. Like, what are you? That's all I have. Crikey, Moses, like a kazoo. And uh, but yeah, no, nah, he's a top bloke, and um, I, I just hope he keeps doing what he's doing and. Keep entertaining, not just the viewers, but just us inside the house. Like, you kept everyone on, on their toes. And it was just like, you never know what you're going to wake up with next. Yeah. And uh, I, I suppose she was like the opposite of Reggie. Like, Reggie just is solid. She was my wife in the house. Yeah. And, like, she just never changed. And then, you know, my other best mate, Tim, he was just like, oh, Melbourne weather. 
And look, Dave, I need to say, like, your one-liners were hilarious. God, you made me laugh so much. I just thought you were comedy gold in there. Excellent. <laughs> well, you know, when you when you get to the when you get to the ripe old age, forty two, you just don't give a shit anymore, do you? Like you're just like, oh whatever. You know, I used to be one of these people that really concerned myself today. Um, really concerned myself with the problem of being on the street, right? Everyone wants to say good day. Um, yeah, they, yeah you, you just give yourself permission to just say what you want, when you want, and not give two hoots. And uh, I love that. I love I love the experience of life that, um, that gives you the ability just to go, oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 You got the, you got the shits with what I just said. Well, you know, feelings. Feelings. No one actually hurts you. You can you can move on from that. Yep. And um, the fact that sometimes they make people laugh, but it's even better. <laughs> you were so funny. I was just like, I need to just see Dave's day to day life. Just a camera following you around and just see your reactions to things. And I just lose it laughing. <laughs> well, you know, when like when when you have a job like mine, right? Like you know, I, I deal with kids that that may or may not live through the day. And um, through choices they make, through their own violence or their own self-harm or their violence towards others, you've got to just say it how it is. If you don't, um, you're not going to get their trust and you're not going to get their ability to um, guide them in, in, in better ways. So, yeah, you've got to just lighten up and go with it. Absolutely. And can we talk about the Trevor situation? Because you ended up... Oh, no! Please don't! No. Let's just gloss over this. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor who? No, never happened. Don't know. Nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. That was oh. wild. You looked so devastated when you realised maybe it wasn't a good move. I, I thought I was so good. I thought I was so smart. I'm like, yeah, get Alicia out because she's so naughty. And Alicia was the only one that was saying that um, she was going to definitely get Reggie. So I'm like, right, I get her out with it. Reggie's going to be safe and and uh, she'll all be, all be good. You know, oh, geez, we'll, we'll just be sitting pretty. Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'll get her best friend, Gabby, Gabby next to her. And then um, we'll have a feet, uh, a feet filler, which is Trev. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> nothing ever goes to plan when you think you've planned it. No, I should have just put Brenton up, which was my first idea. And of course, he's the one that got me out. So, uh, you know, you live and you learn. You don't have any regrets, but you just look back and go, I thought everyone loved Trevor. Why did did you? And just just a reminder to everyone out there, I did not vote for Trevor out. I just put him on the couch, just just sat him on a comfortable couch. And then all my housemates did the dirty and got rid of him. True. You're the innocent party here, Dave. I'm totally innocent. I just wanted him to have a comfortable chair that night. I know. So no, it was devastating. And, and look, yes, I, um, I'm going to tell you right now, the moment I realised that we didn't have these overwhelming numbers, because it was just, it was a clear move, just get Alicia out. You know, it was just absolutely targeted. I thought it was straightforward. Um, but yeah, when I realised that we didn't have the numbers for, for Trev, I was just like, what the hell have I done? Yeah. Like, forget the guy. I love the guy. He's a national treasure. He's a legend. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Love you. <laughs> no worries, Dave. It's, you know, I, I had to do it. I'm so sorry. At least you have your coffee. God, I wouldn't want to bring it up before your coffee. You know, I actually have two coffees and, <laughs> and um, I've already finished one and I'm on to <laughs> Second one, my mate's going to be like, are you serious? So I'm going to have to go back to that shop and get another one. (laughs) 
And look, tell me about your bond with Reggie because watching you two together was so sweet. You guys looked inseparable and it was just lovely. Yeah, look, she's my absolute wife um, in the house. Like we were, we were like husband and wife and uh, we just had the best relationship. Every time we argued, she won. Um, <laughs> whenever, whenever there was anything, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whenever there was a stressful decision to make, she made it. Um, but we just, we bounced off each other. We made each other laugh. We always had each other's backs. And uh, there wasn't a single situation where we weren't a united front. And um, I'm glad, I'm glad that people got to see just a, a bit of, of uh, our incredible relationship, but um, yeah, I can't wait for a, for a lifetime ahead of us of uh, of just continuing that uh, really special bond because it certainly wasn't just a TV husband and wife romance. No, Absolutely. we're forever. Yeah, and look, you were you were at our side all the time, and just seeing you know the footage of you helping her all the time, it was just lovely. Like it was just beautiful to watch, and it, like you know, amongst all the chaos of people, you know, with the alliances and strategizing, it was just nice to see those little snippets of you and Reggie. Yeah, we were literally the couple from Iowa that was in Strat <laughs> Vegas and going, "Oh, look at that over there!" Oh, <laughs> you know, like we were, we were literally the two lost ladies. From Iowa, down the main strip of Strat Vegas, and everyone else was just going hell for leather, gambling like crazy, betting way more than their checks, checkbooks could uh, could ever cash in. And we're just like, oh, whatever, kids. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was it was cool, and uh, she made my experience. That's lovely. And look, Dave, this might be an obvious one, but who would you like to win, Big Brother? It is obvious, isn't it? I hope it's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel it. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, hands down, Reggie. I mean, she's just the most genuine, authentic, decent, lovable Australian. And uh, I, I just can't, can't love her more than I do because she, she just, She's also been through so much and to have built so much and been such a hard worker and then to just lose so much and have everything hit her as it does, you know, her mum is crook as a dog and, and um, not doing good at all. Um, her son to have cystic fibrosis and her to, you know, have this um, this blindness that should have should have taken her vision completely, but she still had these little two pinholes where she can kind of see stuff. Yeah. Um, she's just been through a lot, and for her to win, I think it changes her life. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, it's it. Yeah, I, I I love her and I adore her, and I hope everyone gets behind her. Oh, absolutely! I'm Team Reggie all the way. Dave, you have been amazing and it's been so amazing to talk to you and I love everything you're doing and you were such a delight to watch and um, can't wait to see what you do next. Thanks, mate. See ya. To stay across the latest in entertainment, stars and reality TV, download the Hit app now.